0: Uh, my, my middle name is Mustafa, so Caleb Mustafa Porter.
1: You should always go by that name. (laughs) That was
0: supposed to be my first name, but my mom wasn't not going to have it. My dad's Turkish and he was like, oh, the first name has to be Mustafa.
1: Your mom's not Turkish. No, she's not. She's from Florida. (laughs) Uh, so we're here with Caleb Porter. Um, hi Caleb. Thanks for joining us. Hey Caleb. Hey, how's it going? On the podcast. Great man, how are you? Uh, Caleb, you're currently working on Z Open Automation Utilities, creating shell and Python libraries for ZOS automation. Is that
0: I'm doing the shell and Python? There's also Java libraries for the the groovy people out there.
1: Okay,
2: which I, is a growing constituency. What with our develop uh, with our. Community Dependency-based okay. build yeah, dependency based builds, okay. yeah. Dependency
1: coming okay. So, Java is, is it uh Java and Groovy or just Java? Let's what's, let's what's well, So, jo-
0: Groovy can call Java, so okay, we provide the Java library and then Groovy can just call the, okay. the stuff in there.
1: Uh, Groovy is another language,
0: uh, yeah, it's yeah. like a Java based scripting language, kind of yeah. like Python.
1: Okay, I feel like everything's kind of like Python, or kind everything's kinda Python's
0: like... perfection. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember uh reading somewhere that um. I, maybe maybe you know of this because I know you have you're you're familiar with COBOL too, right? Some, a little somewhat. bit, somewhat. Maybe you maybe you maybe you can answer this. But I read somewhere it was either on Reddit or it was like a mainframe forum or might have been a bathroom wall in a restaurant somewhere. Um, that Python. Um, What's what kind of language is Python? I want to make it's sure. It's
0: a scripting language, so Yeah, but
1: there's like object-oriented languages and programmatic languages, right? What would it be classified as?
0: Oh, I'd have to look up like all the fancy words like statically typed yeah. and it's not statically typed, but um, yeah, it's object it's got some Everything's an object in Python, so it's kind of object-oriented. Maybe
1: that I'm I'm trying to remember this, but it said it it said something the comment was something like of all the Let's just say object-oriented languages. Of all the object-oriented languages, languages, Python is the most close as the most uh, like COBOL of like these modern languages.
0: COBOL is definitely one of the easier ones to like write and learn. Mm-hmm. So it's probably one of the parallels. Is Python's really easy to oh, write okay. and learn?
2: So like COBOL. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. they're both kind of like checkers versus chess, where like easy to learn, lifetime to master, sort of thing. Gotcha. Or a couple of years to master, depending on I
1: mean if you're Caleb now, you know. Yeah. So. Okay. Well that's good to know. Um, let's see. You've been well, you've been with IBM for what? Geez, th-
0: Year th- and sh- a half, maybe
1: two years now? Yeah. Oh well. Not that long. Do you know when were you hired, do you know?
0: Uh, do you know the May of twenty eighteen.
1: Oh, so we're coming up on a two year anniversary. Yeah. No, man. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. That's good. Uh pre congrats. Yeah on that. Thank you. Everybody, everybody, I think I've read, in, everybody gets a Selectric uh, typewriter on their two-year anniversary. Oh, really? Yeah. I
0: thought we got, like, punch cards.
1: There. Punch cards are in the first year, I think. Um, I don't know where I took this from, but um, let's see, you're proficient in task management tools like Celery and building API wrappers around third-party APIs. And there's some mention of discourse, Discord, Swagger.
0: Slack. Yeah, so that's, I do a lot of open-source work, outside of work, Okay, and uh, that that's what I do a lot of, is writing... Uh, Kind of Python wrappers that interact with third-party libraries for video games and like, oh, the gaming stuff. Okay, space. okay. Uh-huh. So like Discord oh. is a Slack alternative for gaming. Oh, cool! It sure is. And oh, that's I, cool. I write wrappers around the APIs there and like bots and whatnot. Okay.
2: Oh man, this podcast just got extra good that's for neat. me. What game? What 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 games are you interacting with?
0: I would listen I listened to this uh, soundtrack of Stardew Valley this morning. Oh, going the yeah, winter snow.
2: Yes. This is what I'm talking about. This
1: is gonna get good. Okay. We're, on, we're, we're already off the rails we're five minutes in. This
2: is fine. Uh, this
1: is everything's fine. So so um you are, so technically I mean not technically, but your your like official title title is software developer, right? Yeah. Okay. Um I don't know if this is like generic stuff or if you did this, but it's it's uh, you design, develop, test, and deliver uh, offerings for cognitive systems using the latest technologies. Where is that? Is that did I get that's that, like, or, a, like one of the
0: Blue Pages yeah. descriptions
1: that I, so so they you pulled it from Cloud or something like that? Okay, that's I was like this is <laughs> I saw the cognitive part. And I thought this is interesting.
2: And for our listeners out there, if you're not part of IBM, Blue Pages is like our internal like. Facebook. It's like our, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Control, right Facebook then, Rolodex kind of situation. Yeah. So the, the, I guess it, it will, if you have well, a certain role, it'll just like tag on generic.
1: Yeah. It says like, oh, you do this yeah. stuff.
0: And
2: you're it, like, yeah, sure.
1: I feel like it's ac- it's yeah. closer to LinkedIn because you can uplo- updo- update your CV. You can put your mm. badges on there. You can put your skills. You can put your patents, you know. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All that stuff. I don't that's know. Pretty, oh, what? patents. A little foreshadowing for later. We'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. Yeah. Um. So then I'm not going to read the rest of this because it's just like generic stuff then. so. Um,
2: What about in your words? What would you say if you if you like if someone if one of your peers came up to you and says, what do you do?
0: What's your what do you say? Write code to solve cool problems.
2: Yeah, man.
1: Nice. Write code
2: to solve cool problems. Sick.
1: But but um, would you say for for right now specific to ZOS or. MVS, however you want. To.
0: Uh, yeah, it's pretty specific yeah. to ZOS, but a lot of that stuff is starting to fade, you know, because yeah. we're modernizing ZOS, and it's getting a lot. Because I write systems for the Unix, Unix system services on ZOS, which mm-hmm. is basically just Unix. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, so you're you're. <clears throat> I don't work with the green screen or COBOL or any stuff like that. Yeah, you're you're writing yourself out of a job. Yes, that's good. <laughs> I think you have to move on to the next thing. Um. Let's see here. I mentioned badges. Can you what's the developer jumpstart badge?
0: That's uh, our that's the new hire
1: program now oh. for
0: IBM. Okay. Uh, there's the jumpstart program for developers.
1: Okay. So if you want that badge, you have to be hired at IBM as a developer. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Something to look forward to. Um <laughs> quick, f- apply now. Yeah, right. <laughs> our team's hiring. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're desperate. This is, no, um, no, we'll we'll talk about
2: that. We'll, yeah. That'll be that could be our closing statement. We'll give you give you like two minutes to just shamelessly plug
1: whatever yeah. you need to do. Um, Caleb, did you go to school in Florida? I went to school in Florida
0: for all 21 years.
1: Oh, okay. You and you went to college in Florida. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to Florida State. Uh, are you still backpacking?
0: I am, and I started rock climbing.
1: Really? Ooh, Nice. Okay. Where's when? Where have you gone backpacking? Uh, I think our
0: last one we went somewhere in pisgah national forest it was like 15 degrees and we were camping out and i nearly died really i mean not really yeah but you know it was, it was But you brutal. weren't
1: hypothermic it was just you were like i didn't sign up for this i was like
0: my fingers were very cold
1: mm. oh, and sad. our manager
0: said we had to come back probably he didn't go but he's like if you if you start getting frostbite you can't uh, lose your fingers yes you need those That'll for the coating yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's wild do you have like a like a okay? I'm backpacking. I want to I want to achieve this. Do you have one of those or?
0: Uh, probably Yosemite, but I also want to climb in Yosemite. So,
1: is it is it Yosemite? Is the uh, El Capitan? Yeah. Is it yeah? Who's the guy that did that cr- the free climb? Was it? was Alex Honnold. Yeah. Okay. So uh, earlier Chris uh, Chris mentioned um, well we were talking about the Java on ZOS, so you were doing some work to increase the speed of Java on ZOS um, in the test environment. That's which is um, <clears throat> ZD&T, right? Yeah. Okay. Can you just briefly explain what ZD? I know what Z D N T is, but like, I want to hear it in your words. Like, can you, like, what is it? Like, as a developer, kind of like a
0: VM for your local laptop of ZOS,
1: and and it's um, it's Windows, right? I mean, or, or it could be anything. Well,
0: so the the VM can run on Windows, Mac, or okay. or Ubuntu, um, and then you just spin up the VM. Then you have like the ZOS operating system, and, and it- you can. Yeah, and you're yeah. running it off of your computer. Okay. That way you can like get in there and run your Z program or whatever.
1: But it, it simulates the hardware, and you can do all yeah. your testing and everything. And okay, cool.
0: Normally you would spin up a Docker container and try out things and run tests. Yeah. Instead, you would have to have a, a ZDNT instance and test things out on that instance. Yeah.
2: They're not. Uh, they're not still using the USB dongle for ZD&T, are they?
0: Uh, you can't use USBs anymore,
2: right? they
1: ship with a verbatim cd know.
2: oh sick like and a cdr or one of those like minis you guys remember the mini cds yeah or that, the mini dvs it's actually a sony laser disc oh sick my uncle has all three original star wars movies on Laserdisc.
1: Yeah. huge on. huge tangent here but um going back to the the work that you're doing that that led to you filing a patent yeah okay yeah man so, tell us about your patent dude that's
2: sick
0: well to solve the ZDNT Java issue we had yeah. to basically reuse the Java runtime cuz starting up a new this is a problem on everything JVM takes forever to start up just just not just not just
1: here but like
0: well i mean like in on T it's really noticeable because it's in uh, you're running an operating system on your laptop. But yeah. J- JVMs are just not fun to start up in general because they're huge. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. that's like where the bottleneck is a lot of the time. Hmm. So we kept the J, we kept that JVM around and reused it for every time you ran the thing. Uh, okay, and that led to that patent. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I was, re- I was reading with some uh, uh, Joran Sue. Do you know Joran? I don't think so. He, we, we were having, we were, we were dealing with a customer, and um, I remember reading some some documentation on the the uh, um, the Java agent. Like, I got the impression that like, as time progresses with whatever the whatever operation is ongoing, like it will actually like optimize. Like, it will actually like get faster. It will get smarter. Like, does that make sense? Like, from well, probably the to-
0: caching and, and okay. stuff like that.
1: So, like, performance will performance might change from like when you first spin it up to like towards the end or something yeah
0: like. when for our solution when you first spin it up it's like six minutes because you gotta start up the, yeah. the jvm yeah and then after each run it's, it goes down to like 30 seconds okay so like that's six minutes true. that's that's what it was then
1: so that's it's it's so it's long it's it's so what you're saying is better and maybe your patent d- dealt with this is to you spin it up and then you like it stays on yeah, because it stays on, to, and then
0: you keep reusing, reusing these things, yeah. and there's caching and all this. Okay,
1: that's cool. Um, another tangent, but okay. So, but right now you're working uh, going to, going back to what we were, what we were saying. You're working the, on uh, Z Open Automation Utilities specifically for creating. I had shell Python libraries, but you're saying Java.
0: We also do Java. Okay,
1: yeah. um, let me th- let me see here. Oh oh, so, so, Z. Uh, z open automation utilities this is mostly for people who aren't familiar like i I did some research on this um it seems like it, it seems like this is a this is a these these utilities are a solution to maybe job control language is that uh,
0: there's so we have a, a suite of functions called the jazz functions and that's mm-hmm. like submitting jcl jobs and yeah. canceling them and reading their output and I pretty much exclusively use those now when yeah. I need to do JCL. Okay. It's just so much easier.
1: Cause, cause they're not, I mean, schools are not teaching JCL, right? No. Okay. So that's a big, that's, we're that's,
0: on the command line on Ubuntu systems. Okay. Do anything, like all these things. Okay. So.
1: so you, so, um, so, so the, so the real big constraint here is that people like yourself are in like shell, right? Yeah. And you're, entering all your commands and everything right yeah. you want to be able to do everything in there right yeah but it, so if you didn't have these open automation utilities like you would actually have to separately do something in in job control language well right?
0: yeah or, it, well so you still have to submit like actual job control language yeah. but most of that stuff just google or reusing other stuff okay uh, it saves you a trip to the green screen which that, is yeah. something i never like going to
1: really yeah okay so there's like this huge divide between like your veteran developers and like your newer developers. Like it's just not a thing to to do green screen stuff, right? Which is which is interesting though, because like I feel like shell, shell and the green screen are like are they not similar? I feel like it's not a Shell's shell's not a GUI. It's right?
2: so, I mean no? yeah some, they're
1: not very similar. But some, I mean it's it's they're they're both not GUIs. Like you're typing. They're not
2: GUIs, and some people there are some people that will say a command line is a command line is a command line, yeah. but. You're right, I can't believe i'm gonna say this i'm gonna i'm gonna get let's hear it. myself in big trouble. um some people will say that i s p f and and t s o itself like the green screen mm-hmm. is just very clunky and like very not streamlined and like i, I, I get it it's like it's it, you have it's like an old 8-bit <clears throat> video game like you have to like know the map you have to know where to go yeah. it takes forever to get to different places you know okay um like you know figure like legend of zelda the original where like if you died and started at the beginning to get to like level seven you had to literally 20 minutes of like just pressing the left directional pad and and just screen animation, screen animation, it just takes a long time, but. And
0: it's not really useful as a developer because, I mean, with the shell, I can get the jobs and then I can pipe it to another shell command and do all this processing. And that's the stuff you learn in school is like xargs and awk and all the shell utilities that you can use to make cool things. And Mm. having something that you can pipe into those and, and do more productive things in is more modern. Okay.
2: Man, so can I, just, can I just quote you all the
1: time? This, go this, for this, it. <laughs> this
2: is fantastic. This is great.
1: Let me. Uh, uh, I have some highlights here. I don't know. I'll just. I'll just read it off. You know, especially for the people that might be might not be familiar with the um, ZOpen Automation Utilities, which is ZOAU. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, so job control language has been used for a long time for performing or automating a set of steps. Um, on the zos operating system which is also known as mvs right it's actually references mvs yeah um though jcl has evolved at the times it is inevitably foreign to people familiar with environments such as linux unix and windows right that's accurate yeah uh on zos as an alternative to using jcl in mvs developers can write scripts to automate tasks in the unix system services environment uss uh, such scripts are easier to understand and to manage, and many open source tools are also available in Unix systems services. So that makes sense. It's, it's more accessible. Um, maybe you can, <clears throat> maybe, maybe you can explain this to me. So I know, uh, I know, JCL jobs are, are a- asynchronous. They they're they're batched, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, well, they can't be.
1: Yeah. So for some of the things that you're doing with these. Uh, in shell, like what's an, what's? Can you explain to me and give me an example of like a, a like a very basic thing that you might do? Uh,
0: a lot of the stuff that's been done around is uh, submitting like a bunch of jobs to prop up like a system mm. or or set up a system, and that's been done a lot in Python. Like mm. you write a Python script, you submit these like fifteen jobs, yeah. and then they run, and you check them, and you do different things.
1: Okay. So, but, but the, they don't, but they don't run. I mean, you don't like hit the button, and they don't they don't run automatically. That's what i That's for the part where I'm kind of confused. This like this part where it's things on the main. A lot of things, you know, certain things on the mainframe are asynchronous.
0: Yeah. So, so y- when you submit the job, it yeah. goes. It's it's like a JCL job on the yeah. OS, and it's it's asynchronous still. Like so, you submit, and then you have to wait and make sure it completes or something
1: like. Okay. That. How yeah. how? Uh, maybe I don't even know if maybe you can give an average time, but like. I mean, what's that time like if I submit I something? Can. Yeah, it, de- so. it
2: depends. It de- I mean, it depends on the job. You know, I've got jobs that, you know, I have folks will submit to do something simple like uh, JCL che- desk checking and stuff like that if they do it in batch yeah. um, as opposed to in the foreground. You know, that can, depending on the size of program, I don't know, 10 seconds, okay. 20 seconds. That being said, when you have monster JCLs out in the wild, yeah. and let me step back for a second. In my IDZ classes, right, in my IDZ classes, I do submit JCL as part of, like, the debug and also part of the JCL, the, the um, you know, the uh, Submitting Jobs and Job Management module. Yeah. My JCL are learning JCL from, like, instructor sandbox-type programs where, like, they have less than 100 lines. Like, very, very simple. And they run like that. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like thousands of seconds okay. they run but in the wild you could have bash jobs depending on the amount of processing they're doing yeah. depending on how many files they're writing to reading from doing that stuff I mean it's all yeah, it's all it's it's just all I independent it. So. yeah okay that makes longest sense longest possible way
1: of answering that question nope just you trying to get my air time we can edit we can edit it down <laughs> and that's edited yeah. out uh, okay so with ZOA utilities you can run traditional MVS commands such as IEBCopy can whatever that means and, yeah let's Ooh, see yeah, I, 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 oh. I'm, I'm trying to say these as words but I can, can run like see. cool let things that get IK Jeff see. zero. Let, one. Me let, me let me see let me see see that's the problem though is
0: like if I'm a new Z developer yeah. I'm not gonna know what ID cams is and I don't really care to learn because there's billions of software jobs you yeah. Know? yeah so like yeah so,
2: IB copy copying ID cams is gonna be giving parameters for um for VSAM um I-K-J-E-F-T, or I-something-something, something, addressing TSO generally. Okay. And if I'm wrong, we post it in the comments and correct me. Yeah, we, Roast me in the comments. We wouldn't know.
1: So uh, this is great that you mentioned, like, a new developer. Um, so this, this next part here talks about Unix system services, and, and it says, for programmers familiar with Linux and Unix to use the Unix system services environment directly to... Um, access traditional MVs resources resources such as data sets directly without the need for JCL job control language so like that's one example of the benefit of these utilities right yeah so I guess I think maybe it would be helpful and in the context of like the work that you're doing for like what before you started the work that you were doing and maybe just like pick one thing what what was the current state and then, as a product of the work that you did, like, what's th- what's that look like now? So can you th- can you think of something? Because I'm I'm uh, I, w- I want to try and like paint a picture for people that are listening so that they can understand. Like, thank goodness you don't have to do the way it was done then because we have this now. You know. Yeah, I mean,
0: I was pretty lucky as a developer, and I didn't work with Z on my first project? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I was writing Java code, and I was doing DBB and and all this modern stuff, and most of what I did was on my laptop, and then I'd SSH it over and and run it. Uh But um, whenever I needed to set up, like, data sets or jobs, I'd basically just go to our Z guy, or, like... Because our manager does everything with Z, you know, with, like, IPLing all our systems and, and whatnot. Okay. So now I can actually tolerably submit jobs and, and do work around the system, um, especially with, like, listing jobs and canceling jobs. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot easier for me now.
1: Yeah, so you... so
0: Because a, a lot of people get frustrated in Z when they first come, like, mm-hmm. you know, like with the new hires. A yeah. lot of them just, like, go to cloud or something because it's hard to do all the stuff and learn all the, the legacy stuff. Yeah. So now with actual stuff that works on like a unix system it's a lot easier
2: okay it's so it, like modernization to its exact purpose right yeah
1: yeah well what's a th- what's what's a th- so <clears throat> you you become more self-sufficient and less reliant on other people to do the things that you need to do right yeah you don't
0: need the the z veterans to yeah. to hold your hand because it it's works not, like it should
1: yeah but it's not it doesn't even seem like it's uh, holding their hand it's like you were never taught this stuff. Like, yeah. you don't know where to look. You know, it would you would waste so much time. Um, it's a whole different world, right? Yeah. yeah. So what's, what's like, maybe, like, one or two things that, that you did? Like, let's say you're sitting down and you're, you know, you're coding something. What's something that you are responsible for that allows you to navigate around that ZOS ecosystem a little bit better? I mean, is it, it like these libraries, right? Yeah. Like you've done some work with these like Python and um, Java libraries, right? Yeah. So that's, what's in those libraries?
0: Sometimes like uh, um, I'll have to create exam. like a lot of these articles I do that are kind of weird, I'll have to create data sets and I'll use mm-hmm. the data sets library for that. Okay. Or I'll have to submit jobs or list the jobs, or maybe our sy- like dev systems is bogged down and it's because there's, A ridiculous amount of jobs, or something. I can look at the jobs now and figure out what's going on, or I can look at the log in my like uh, command line instead of having to go to the green screen and do it. Oh, okay.
1: All right. And these are how does it? How does it? Maybe I don't even know if you could talk about this, but like, how does it? How? How are you able to? How are we making that connection under the covers? Is this like all just APIs? That yeah, so
0: uh, just like like a normal operating system, you've got system calls. So okay. something on Ubuntu or or any Unix system would be like fwrite or okay. fopen, which are file operations. Okay. And you got things like that for ZOS and C. You can basically make C APIs or Rex APIs and call those and, and okay. do all different types of things. Okay, mm, uh, so, Rex APIs. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Rex isn't too bad.
2: It's you know what's funny. It's really not right. Like it's it's not terrible. There was somebody like ten years ago. This this one guy on the, the entire floor at this particular shop that knew Rex. One and and I'm talking about out of a veteran developers too. Like he actually like he knew Rex and he everybody would go to him and he had these little uh, MVS sub projects set up in his IDE that were like labeled by person who would come to him and he'd do the favor and write the script and put it in that folder and he kept track of it. And he's like, dude, look at all these favors I've gotten. I'm like, oh, you <laughs> smart person.
0: Yeah, learning Rex is a good way to get admiration from your peers. Yes, if, if you're. Uh, person that wants to be the guy yes. definitely learn rex
1: yes. yes. you're like inexpendable
2: add that to the resume <laughs> boom you heard it kale porter yeah. get and rex <laughs> yes i
0: get more gate questions than anything
2: yeah. dude oh man i'd imagine you get yeah you so you you're you're everybody's it's all everybody's using get over on your, Everyone, on your yeah. yeah, yeah yeah that's what i thought <clears throat> do you use um how are you accessing it via the web or via your
0: i do everything on the command line with git and then we have github for like pull requests okay so
2: you're not doing any editing or any any kind of stuff up and up in github
0: i solve my merges like in the command line
1: nice yeah see close to the metal this guy as they'd say That's good. Nice. I, I found the thing that I was looking for. It's um, <clears throat> this is. I'm just going to quote you. You say, "If you're not familiar with Python libraries written in C or C++, it allows us to call libraries that execute at the speed of compiled code." Yeah. Sounds fast. I don't know what That's that means, nice. but sounds fast. And then you say, uh, "I hope I'm saying this name correctly." Uh, Pawan Pundir. Pawan Pundir no. has a great. A uh, benchmarking article outlining just how much faster, up to ninety-eight percent speed up, we can get by. uh so this, this
0: is time. writing the the Python libraries in C, okay. right? Uh, so we have the Python library for uh, ZOAU, and yeah. uh, you can basically write C Python libraries mm-hmm. so that uh, like a lot of your scientific Python languages like mm-hmm. NumPy and and SciPy, which are like a lot of number crunching. Mm-hmm. If you did those in Python, it'd be really slow okay but you do them in c so it's really fast and you call them in the python
1: oh okay cool nice i like that little end around that's good it's pretty neat that's good i actually have heard that python comparatively is very slow at numbers at at, at,
0: yeah you definitely a lot most of the strategies in all these languages is you'll call rust or c or or some type of really fast compiled language like go to Um, do the legwork okay um so okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's all just about utility and finding like so you're, using the best tool for the job,
1: So right? you're you're your code, your programming in Python and then all of a sudden you get to a spot where like you need to do this thing and you're like call up this
0: Yeah, or you um, you would write something in Python. It's yeah. really bad like say the Java performance yeah. and you need to solve that problem and yeah. you're like okay, well, let's write in and C see, and see what the speed is okay. and you it'd be faster. Okay. Or, That's
1: cool. All right, so somebody is somebody who has maybe, I don't know, Five hours of experience with Z Open automation utilities. The best way that I can sum this up is that somewhere out in the world there are these libraries for Linux, Python, and Java, where a new developer can go in and they can program in those those languages those preferred languages, but rather than have to rely on other people to complete their the things that they need to do or rather than having to actually log into like a terminal emulator to submit jobs independently they can stay in one area and they can they can call upon different uh, what i call them commands in these libraries yeah. right and they can reference these commands that will allow them to do things to interact with uh with the mainframe right yeah, pretty it's, much that, it's, and up until this point we've had to do basically what I just explained was like, you have, you got like two different screens, three different screens open, you know, you're like doing something right. And then you, what, you have to like pause and go over here and do something and then come back over here. Is that, I mean, is that, yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal. Okay. (laughs) That sounds awful. So, wow, I'm getting really,
0: now I have everything in VS code and I got my terminals in VS code. Okay. It's like DLS. Yeah. There's my data sets.
1: That's cool. I'm getting really fired up right now. This is, this is cool. Um, okay. So, um like how? Wh- like how? How would I find this? Like where can I find this? I mean, this seems. The frankly, this seems like pretty amazing. Like this. I had the
0: qu- same question today. I'm like, a developer, so I don't. I don't have all the offering management stuff. Yeah. Um. But we have like documentation online for like Google's open yeah. Automate, And there's the install instructions.
1: But is it, a, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it an offering? Is it a standalone offering? Or is this just like um like if you were to like go online and download the Java software developer kit would it be something similar to that where if you're a customer how do you get it i'm going to go to the z open automation utilities oh this is the this is the knowledge center i don't want to do that well For the a-
0: the install is in the knowledge center right so yeah. there's like a how to get it Excellent. so you would download a like a pdf and it would have all this yeah it has all the program numbers and how to install it But but
1: it's 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 like openly available is what I'm saying. Yeah, like anybody could download this. But if you don't have access to a mainframe, it's not going to do you any good, right?
0: Um, I think it's a paid product right now. I can give you this.
1: Oh, so this software announcement came out on February eighteenth. Okay, so we are just so this has been an internal thing up until this point, and we're announcing this like
0: it was bundled with other products, and now it's announced as like a standalone.
1: Okay, all right. Okay, so we can go with that. So up until this point, this uh, Z Open Auto- Automation Utilities has, has has been associated with other products, but we have a, a software announcement that just came out February eighteenth. Um, let's see, which the summary is uh, Z Open Z Open Automation Utilities. Uh, Helps ZOS developers to automate tasks that access ZOS resources. It enables easier calling of ZOS utilities compared with JCL by providing a natural coding experience on Unix system services and interfaces in modern programming languages. Um,
0: and then it has an order now phone number. Yeah. 800 IBM call. Yeah. Quick. <laughs> Nineteen ninety nine. We operators
1: <laughs> are standing by. Get get Python yeah. and Java. Yeah.
0: Act now, and we'll waive shipping and handling. <laughs> yep. Act now, and we'll throw in a
2: freeze D fifteen. That's, ah, that's don't not, even joke about that. That line not, will be
1: lightened up tomorrow. Um, okay, well, so tomorrow, so we'll direct people to this. We'll direct people to this software announcement, um, and so you will con you uh, you will continue to work on this. This is a thing that. Uh, we'll continue to update these libraries. Is that like, this is just always be like an ongoing thing. It's like,
0: constantly getting better performance wise. Yeah. We just re- re- rewrote one of the commands in C because it was too slow. It was like 36 seconds. Now oh. it's like three seconds. Oh, so, wow. Um, that is screaming s- fast. So, th- yeah. so this is,
1: so those like rewrites and those things are, those enhancements are a product of things that we uh, noticed internally. So like externally, like if I'm a customer, how can I, how can I tell Caleb, Hey man, like can we speed this thing up or can we optimize this like how there's a
0: big discussion on there's like an IBM main mailing list or something okay. there's a big discussion about it there and we've been reading through that and okay. getting ideas there so I mean okay so con- is- all the comments all the emails yeah. all the stuff is constantly taken into account and okay. that's how we've been
1: but we're so we're we're in the process of, of, of creating some sort of feedback mechanism that's a thing yeah. that we that we're going to do
2: okay that's awesome, man. Caleb. This is great. Yeah.
1: We're gonna have to have you get back on a couple of weeks, man. And we're gonna link Let's every single through. one of your articles and we're gonna link this <laughs> and then you gotta give you got send us some pictures of you on top of a like a mountain, you know. Oh yeah, for like sure.
2: That right that's now. gonna be that's gonna be the banner for this episode. That it's would just, be cool if we could get that. Yes. Um, so uh in conclusion, first of all, and we're gonna say this again. Thank you for being here, man. This is Happy ex- to be here, on this yeah, on this snowy, wintry February day. It's still February, right? Uh, I yeah, don't know what date it is it's the 21st 20. right now. Excellent. Um, yeah, man. Do you have any uh, anything that you want to shout out? Any call outs you want to make? Or like uh, you said that your group is hiring. <laughs>
0: that was more of a joke.
1: But okay, cool. Well, um, how about this? You have uh, you actually I am going to link the. You have a really good um, like four month update article, and you have a really good year article, which I think was would be great for like newer developers. to to read that, to just get kind of like your, your perspective. Um, but now that you've been like in the mainframe area, um, like, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like you're missing out on anything with your, you know, cloud and distributed counterparts? Or are you like, you know, you feeling pretty good about where you are and the, the future? Like, yeah,
0: I mean that was one of the big concerns coming to Z is like, what is Z? What is a mainframe, and <laughs> yeah. why am I going to be working with COBOL? But yeah. I haven't. I've been working with Java, Shell, yeah. Python, C, all very modern languages that mm. transfer well, very well to any other area. So yeah. it's been a, a pleasant surprise okay. of working on Z, where yeah. how modern it's actually been and how fun modernizing it has been. Okay, because coming in as a new guy, you're typically not looking like People don't look at you for ideas, but since you are the person they're trying to modernize for, it's like, (laughs) oh, hey, that's that's (laughs) awesome. That's cool.
1: Um, That is really cool. the The other question I had was for um, for like a a, another for like the next Caleb, somebody who maybe is you know midway through their uh, through their undergraduate degree or something. And you studied at uh, FSU. What was your degree in? I was
0: in computer science
1: another another question do you feel like it's necessary to have a degree in computer science to do i mean i don't want to i don't want to like demean having a bachelor's degree or like formal education but like are there are there ex are there other resources that you, like that you can that somebody can you can learn through to yeah i mean online
0: to, i learned more than i learned in school by by doing open source yeah github contributing of projects i'd I'd say that um the degree definitely helps especially coming into here Mm and having all the knowledge about operating systems Uh, and how they work and and how to optimize for those because i use everything about the operating system, like all the classes you hate in cs it's like i use that every day now (laughs) (laughs) okay and um but yeah i I think it's valuable but you don't really need one right well yeah anyone can learn how to Program and, and build cool stuff. It's gotcha. more of a tool to solve problems. Yeah, that's but
1: awesome. It seems like the formal education, like it, 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 whether you like it or not, it, it, it says it, it, there are certain milestones that you hit. Like you, you said, the operating system classes, which I guess everybody hates. It sounds like, right?
0: Yeah, that, that's like the most. There's like computational theory and yeah. then operating systems, which is everyone hates. Like, but you're using that's a like lot what of you the... get a C in. You yeah. get like two C's <laughs> in the CS. <laughs> degree <laughs> and
1: that those are your c's the c plus plus if you're right if yeah you're, if you're oh. lucky. But I'm yeah <laughs> um okay so now that you're you know knowing what you know now like if i'm a younger developer and i'm like i'm, I'm reaching the end of my uh my 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 degree like are there yeah. things that you would recommend that people do to maybe make the acclimating process a little bit easier or are there resources that you wish you knew about that, you know now to maybe bring better awareness to, to Z and that ecosystem?
0: I mean, I honestly feel like so much has changed yeah. in the past year that it's going to be so much easier for anyone coming on to Z to interact with the system. Okay. But I would have loved to have like JLS day one. Um, Cause I was using Ubuntu or Unix System Services day one, I was like, show me the command line because I'm not doing this 3270. And my manager's like, here's the command line.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, good. Nice. That's cool. Well, that's really exciting to to sound to hear that the the lines are being blurred between operating on the
0: Yeah, it's getting really, really close. Okay. And that's very exciting to see. That's cool. And it's only gonna get
2: better from here.
1: Yeah. Thanks to Caleb Porter, our guest today. Thanks, man. Um, I'm done. I, I could really just keep talking. Cause this is, I have like a huge smile on my face. This is just really fun to, to learn about, but
2: yeah. Thanks for, great. thanks for being on the podcast. I didn't even,
1: I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to There's go. always it. next week. Yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get, exactly. These people can't see it, but Caleb was making fun of me because I printed out all of his articles. I have highlights and, uh. Now that's very, you know, very
0: impressive. Like you would, yeah. you would make a very good software engineer cause it's all Googling and research really? and,
1: and solving this crap. Who knows, man? Maybe, you know. Chris Point to everyone. Who knows? I got a long career here at IBM. He so, sure does. You man. know, I got I got another 29 years to go. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <a lot. laughs>
2: That's my contribution
1: to this conversation. <laughs> Do you want to see yourself out now? Uh, yeah, I'm going to grab some coffee. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>